Good morning and a very, very warm welcome to each and every one of you this morning, especially if you've come today because it's Parkside's Golden Jubilee weekend. I want to say a huge thank you to anybody that came up yesterday to the home to celebrate. It's lovely to have uh, the residents with us this morning. It's lovely to welcome Diana, the registered manager, and Steve, um, who is our operations manager. I know he was here. I can't. He's right at the front. That's why I didn't know where he was. He's right at the front. Um, as well to have you, as well as to welcome some who've had involvement over the years this morning. It is lovely to have you with us. And as you can see, several of us are sporting our Parkside Jubilee t-shirts this morning. It's been a great weekend, but I also understand uh, special um, anniversaries are being celebrated, and I believe Ian and Hilary, a special anniversary for you this morning, I've, I've learnt this morning, so congratulations on your 40th wedding anniversary this morning. It's also lovely uh, to welcome Sue. I can see you at the back. Um, you're part of our community um, police are here this morning, and it's lovely to have you with us as well as have you yesterday. And whoever I've not welcomed, I apologize. Everybody is welcome. And if you're joining us online, you are welcome too. It's lovely to have you here this morning as we celebrate 50 years. Psalm 127 and verse 1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house. And that is very true for the work of us as a church, but also for the work of the home. We know that the work of the home was very much with God right at the center. That's what we were celebrating yesterday, and we continue to celebrate today. And we're going to do that as we sing our first song this morning. And... Um, if you're able to stand, I invite you to stand. If you're far more comfortable staying seated, please stay seated. And uh, we're going to sing, Now Thank We All Our God.
Let's just pray as we stand here. Lord God, we thank you that we can declare that you are central to all that we do. We thank you that we can give our praise and our thanks to you, not just this day, but for the many days of our lives, that, Lord, you are the God of yesterday, today, and also of tomorrow. And so, Father God, as we continue to celebrate this day, Parkside's Jubilee, we give thanks to you for the way that your hand has been on this home over the many years. Praise your name. We give you our adoration. Amen. Please do sit down. And um, we're going to recognize that for some of you, you are really familiar with the story of Parkside and how that care home just up the road had its very beginnings. But for others of you, that's not the case. And so I'm going to try, in a very short period of time, give you a quick potted history of how Parkside and Romford Baptist Church are so part of the same work and ministry. And so there's the picture of the home just up the road. And the idea for the home was first muted in the summer of 1967. And the church meeting, can you go back please? Uh, And the church meeting, can you go back on the slide? The church meeting where it was at first muted was um, in eight, on the 18th of October 1967. Norman Wright, the minister at the time, first raised this idea of a home for elderly gentlefolk to live independently but with a sense of belonging to a family, a real sense of people being cared for by people who care. And when he got home after that first church meeting, a thousand pound had been pledged. And so we get to the summer of 1969 and Parkside was purchased, although work on the building didn't didn't start until November 1970. That is the original building, as you can see, and then you can see some building work being developed because the home itself, the house itself, was built between 1886 and 1889. And when it was first bought, it was a seven-bedroomed house with three reception rooms, a kitchen, a bathroom, and a garden. But by the time all that building work had been done, it had been turned into 20 single bedrooms, five double bedrooms, and a new kitchen and a dining room, and all the obvious um, facilities like toilets and bathrooms and a television lounge and a piano lounge and all those other things. And right up on the top floor was a bed-sitting lounge for Matron to live in, as she was living in right at the very beginning. But when the idea was first muted a few years earlier, there was no money available to start such a project. And so lots of people got involved in all sorts of ways, uh, raising money from the youngest person to the oldest person. We had youth groups doing sponsored walks. We had the girls' brigade doing a big swim. Here we've got the boys' brigade doing a big dig, sorting out the grounds. We had, I understand yesterday, I just learned yesterday that um, some people who helped with the census, I believe some of the money that would have been um, given to them was went to their funding for Parkside as well to enable the work to continue. The Baptist Women's League, the Young Wise Group, did various uh, bring and buys. There was a Wednesday coffee morning that raised money for a number of years for the work of Parkside. 
And Chase Cross School, too, also um, raised some money with a sponsored badminton contest. And hospitals and charities and all sorts of people got involved trying to raise money for the work of Parkside. And eventually, on the 9th of October, 50 years ago yesterday, Parkside officially opened. They had as good weather as we did yesterday as we were celebrating. Matron and her mother had moved into the home just before that in August 1971, and the residents had begun to move in from the 21st of September. But Parkside was a home where right at the centre was the news that Jesus was at home. It was going to be a Christian home, the place where Jesus could be proclaimed day after day. And that was very much the heart then as it continues to be today. Now, our next photograph, some of you will recognize over the years, particularly the one on that side, which was the opportunity for people within the church to give and to give and to give, not always financially, but certainly through prayer, through offering their services, volunteering, and in a whole heap of different ways. And it was those early years, particularly in the continuing years of generosity, of money, and of time, and the sacrificial giving that enabled that home to be uh, the work of the home to continue. And the picture on the left-hand side was the opportunity when uh, legacies were given or donations following the loved ones uh, going to be with God. It was recorded in a beautiful book, and the book is still there, and I've had lots of pleasure reading through some of the, um, some of the notes that are within the book of Thanksgiving. When it first opened, there were only three full-time members of staff and two part-time ones we have over 55 members of staff now. How things have changed over those 50 years. But volunteers were key to enabling the work of Parkside to continue. And they did a whole range of different things. They cleaned the windows, they cooked the meals, they served morning coffee, they served afternoon tea and evening drinks. They did the washing up and the gardening. They maintained uh, the buildings. They drove the minibus. The youth group would serve the evening drinks. The girls' Bible class would prepare the Sunday afternoon teas. And there was the opportunity to continue to worship God in that place as well as coming down here on a Sunday. And all were welcome, no matter what their age. And I just thought that was just such a lovely photograph. And there's so many lovely photographs. Whatever ages, everyone was welcome. Everybody gave However able or less able, and I'm, I'm not sure how much water was left in that watering can by the time it got to its destination, but it was lovely to have so many people involved. And actually, that's how the work flourished and grew. Perhaps you might think that the story ended there, but no, it became very clear in those early years that more care was needed as residents became uh, needed more care. And um, the church responded again by sacrificially giving and here we have a photograph of Winnie opening a four-bedroomed ward, um, which was part of the uh, rear of the property up at Parkside. And it was opened on the 6th of December, 1975. And again, many of you would have been there, and there's some photos of the inside of the ward itself. But we've been promising for several weeks to show you some early footage. And that early footage was... Um, for a service that was broadcast in, on Mothering Sunday in, on ITV in 1977. And as we watch this video now, which we're hoping will work, it starts at the 
toddler group down here at the church and then moves up and you'll have a little insight into the life of Parkside back in 1977. Thank you. For us in Romford, worship is not confined to the four walls of the church, but is expressed by many activities in the community. Here, for instance, is our free school playroom. stands Parkside, our church home for the elderly, where we care for 34 people. This venture of faith began about seven years ago when the church was re-examining its Christian responsibility to express its faith in action. The home has five double and 20 single rooms, and this is Mrs. Wilson's. Residents furnish their own rooms if they wish, and are encouraged to live as if they were in their own private homes. At the same time, they have the security of belonging to a family. Residents who find it difficult to use stairs are able to visit each other's rooms since the installation of this stair lift. Here is our oldest resident, aged 97. In our home, all meals are provided with much thought and care. If they wish, the residents can help to prepare vegetables for the cooks, and this makes for a lively interest in the daily routine of the home. In the spacious dining room, after grace has been said, usually by one of the residents, they enjoy their meals and share their news and interests. The four full-time members of the staff who are committed Christians and members of the church are assisted in the running of the home by many voluntary helpers. It provides an outlet for different gifts, both inside and outside the house. Most of our staff are medically qualified, and doctors make regular visits to the home. Just 18 months ago, a small ward extension was opened, which has given our residents a greater sense of security, so that when they need Christian care most of all, they can remain amongst their friends, and they are looked after by the staff day and night. Mm, that's a pretty patty. Hmm? That's a pretty patty. <laughs> Very good. There are no generation gaps here. Teenagers and even younger people love to come and help by serving tea and coffee. And they just like mixing and talking together. 
outside is the product of the worshipping church, and the spiritual tone of the family is maintained by a weekly devotional service conducted by members of the church, and a service of Holy Communion is held monthly. On Sundays, the minibus enables the residents to join the larger family of the church in their worship. Did anybody recognize themselves in that video clip? Hey, fantastic. Oh, I'm so pleased. Thank you, Debbie, for acknowledging that. I'm not anybody else? Well, do you know, I'd love to know if other people would recognize themselves. Come and tell me afterwards. I'd love to know. It's interesting, isn't it, when you see something like that and realize 50 years on how people have changed, but the work continues. And particularly following that uh, video clip um, or the film on the television, the work of Parkside became even more overwhelmed with people wanting to come into the home. And over 200 letters were sent as well as donations of money. And so a new door was opened, this time number 69 Main Road, two doors away from Parkside in the spring. It was bought in the spring of 1977. And again, there was a period of building work and on the 17th of November, Heathside opened its doors. Today, we are marking the golden jubilee of the opening of Parkside. But as we can see from the next slide, actually every year has been marked in a whole variety of ways, starting on this side with the 25th, then the 30th, and then that one with the 40th anniversary. And as we're going to hear later on, God has remained at the center of each and every passing year. And we want to give thanks to God this morning. That's one of the things we've been wanting to do. And there's no, you know, we can't escape the fact that actually over the years there have been ups and downs in the life that we can go off just now. Uh, there's, there's ups and downs in the uh, life of um, Parkside. But actually we can continue to give thanks to God because he's been with us. Heathside remained open for 20 years uh, and closed um, towards the end of 1999 into the year 2000. But through all of the work and the life of Parkside, God has been with us. And our next song reminds us of that. And again, if you're able, I invite you to stand. And if you're more happy to sit, I invite you to stay seated as we sing our next song, reminding us that God never lets go of us. And Haley's going to come. I've just woken her up. <laughs> and give the notices. Thanks, Haley. Good morning, everybody. Please do join us this evening at 6 p.m. Um, each week we're doing different themes. This evening we are focusing on prayer. And um, following on from this morning celebrating Parkside, this evening our prayer will be focused on Parkside and the older generation. So please do join us at 6 p.m. We have got our prayer meeting on Zoom this Tuesday at 8 p.m. And on Wednesday, we've got our lunchtime service at 12.45 here in the sanctuary. 
and Wednesdays at RBC are again going to be online only. The details are on the notice sheet, but if you've been a part of Wednesdays at RBC for the last sort of year and a half since we've been doing everything online, you should receive an email um, from the church office with the details as well. But please do, if you've not joined before, please do join online. It's a great opportunity to meet people who you might not necessarily talk to on a Sunday, and it's a chance to study God's Word together. And then finally, we have got a baptismal service on the 31st of October. If you're interested, please do speak to Jiddy or JJ. And also, if Ramea and Jacqueline are here, please could you have a word with Jiddy after the service? Jiddy is there? In the corner. corner. So please do um, speak to him. Thank you very much. Thank you, Hayley. And we thank God for all the gifts we've been able to bring in the offering, and we're still not able to just pass it around like we used to do. But thank you for those who've used the boxes, both in the meeting place and here, the online giving, the giving through the website, and also the card giver at the back of the church. Feel free to go there if you wanted to do a song, if you feel that you need, want to give your offering. Let's give thanks to God for our gifts. Lord, we thank you for the many, many gifts that you give to us. We thank you, Lord, that we can worship you by bringing you our offerings as a thanks for your love, and that through them, people can experience the love of God in very real ways. Lord, take every gift, we pray, and use it for your glory. Amen. Now, one person who's here this morning is John Stannard, I hope. I've lost him. Are oh, you there, John? Come on forward. John, uh, let me just introduce John. Many of you know John has been in this church. He was probably there on the opening day. Uh, but he's also the chair of the board at, that uh, governs Parkside, and he's going to make a few announcements. So you, do you want to use that microphone there, John? Good morning, everybody. Um, now, behind the scenes of uh, the work of Parkside, uh, as part of the governance for it, there, is a, there are a team of people, a team of trustees, that uh, obviously oversee the, you know, the, um, the, the constraining uh, um, factors that, 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 that obviously Parkside operates by. And uh, we rotate those people from time to time and um, uh, uh, as the needs change, obviously, across the years and so on. And we're immensely grateful uh, when people do obviously serve in that role as trustee. And it's just that this morning, we want to mark our thanks because we've had a, a, a few people who have been serving in that way and they've most recently stood down. So I don't know if uh, John Stewart is here or right okay uh is carmen here i think i i can see carmen and is rebecca here rebecca wagwar no no okay well look i just would like to formally carmen would you mind just coming forwards a second just so people can see you We 
we'd just like to f formally say thank you, Carmen, for what you did. Uh, but just to say to everybody, it wasn't that onerous, was it? No, it wasn't. It was a, a great honour and a privilege to have served on the Board of Trustees. And I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience. And I just, I was sorry to sort of step down. Um, but I thought I could give somebody else a chance. But I really loved being on that board and being able to make decisions and that were um, for the good of the, the residents and the staff. So I want to thank RBC for giving me that privilege. Well, and thank you for serving. And obviously we had a great day yesterday. And uh, if you weren't there at the uh, day that they had at the front of, of the home, you really missed a treat because it was a fabulous day. There was so much work done, both by Ian and Vicky, and uh, no, no, stay there for a second, and, and by uh, all the staff, you know, it was tremendous. Really great day, so thank you for that. Now, Carmen, it's only a little something, but we just wanted to say thank you and to mark it. So would you take these, uh, obviously. <laughs> And thank you. Bless you. Now, when we ask somebody to be a trustee, it's not normally a lifelong commitment. So, you know, don't, if anybody ever speaks to you, don't worry about that in that sense. But, John, would you just mind coming forwards a second for me? I know he doesn't want to. Just relax, John. <laughs> now, look, listen, when you were asked, who asked you to be a trustee? Uh, Norman Wright. Right, okay. And, and do you remember exactly when that was? No, I don't. Right, okay. Okay, we don't know exactly when it was, but we know just about how many years ago it was, don't we? Uh, 40. 40 years. Yeah, so... I mean, I know that, that, that John would quite happily have just quietly, you know, said nothing. And uh, he's, you've done it for the Lord, haven't you, John? As, as we all try to do. Um, uh, but we just felt that after 40 years, again, we just couldn't uh, not mark the moment. And uh, just in a, a slightly more special way. So I think the, the trusty helpers are <laughs> stood around the corner. <laughs> so for you, John, and for your garden, because we know you love your garden. Thank you. So, so on behalf of the church family, thank you, John, and God bless you. Thank you. Do you want to leave the flowers there as well, or? Yeah. Okay. Shall I, would you like me just to pray quickly for them, yeah? Okay. Let's, let's just pray for that and for the, uh, actually for the trustees, for those that have served and, and for the future because, of course, we're always looking forwards, aren't we? What, what's God, how's God going to lead us in that way for the future? Let's pray. Our Father God, as we've celebrated uh, with thanks for Rebecca, for Carmen and for John, 
Lord, we're just mindful that uh, you need to draw people forwards to do your work. Lord, we, we give thanks for them right now at this moment. We ask that you would bless them richly, Lord, and that you would um, give them great happiness as they think of the work that they've been involved with. We pray that you'll keep their hearts sensitive to the work as it continues, and uh, we, we'd love to have their involvement still. But Lord, we just pray that uh, when we give you thanks, Lord, for those who have served in this way um, over many years, Lord, and we lift them uh, uh, for your blessing too. And Lord, as we think of the future, we don't know exactly what you have in plan for us, but we do know that you'll need to bring our involvement with you. And so, Lord, we pray that you would bless us by your spirit, that you speak into our hearts and our minds, and that we'd be sensitive that, you know, when the moment comes, we'd be open uh, to your calling. And so we commit this thing before you, Lord. We just commit the, the work of the, the trustees on behalf of the church, and we ask for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much, John. And uh, I think just, I'm going to say, John, I know you're going to get irritated by me now. A faithful servant of God who served for 40 years just for the glory of God, we thank you. And I want to say to others, you can serve God. doesn't need to be in the front line, but you can serve God. We couldn't start to say about the legacy that John's work in the home has done. It's been phenomenal. And if you want to be a part of what God is doing, either in the church or in the home, speak to one of the pastors. We'd love to talk to you about how you can be about making something for God happen. John was a youngster when he started. I was at high school when he started. Yet, God has used him. John, we do thank you. I know you're embarrassed, but we love you. We love you not just because of what you do, but because of who you are and your faith in Jesus that drives you. Thank you. At this point in our service, our children and young people are going to go to their own groups. If you are a visitor and have a child, they are welcome to join them. Uh, they will be going through this room. Hannah, do you need to say anything today? No? Okay. Just follow Hannah. She's like the Pied Piper. Still they come. Vicky has given us a glimpse of Parkside past. 
My job is to do Parkside present. And it is a joy what goes on at Parkside. Anybody who went up to Parkside yesterday will feel that Parkside's a happy place. Conga in the car park is not what you would normally associate with a care home. But it was happy. Right central to what we do, even after 50 years, is the fact we are a Christian care home. Christ is in the centre. Of course, these days we're very different from Parkside Pass. We have the few more than the four staff that started it. We're now regulated by CQC and safeguarding to make sure that every resident is kept safe. But in the midst of that, we have also focused again this year on our values. And we've just stopped to say, what are our values? And this is what the board have established as our valued. And excitingly, CQC says, sorry, CQC is the Caring Quality Commission who inspect homes and give us our good rating. They accepted this as a good set of values. First value, we are Christian. Everybody who works at Parkside and everybody who's a resident of Parkside will be under no illusion that we're anything but Christian. The home is founded by Christians and is run and it is centered, the home is centered being Christian care home where we celebrate the gospel of Jesus Christ. Secondly, love. The quality of our Christian ethos is that actually what we show to the residents, as has been shown over 50 years, is love. Our residents are not just somebody, a group of people who've been placed there, just, you know, random and that's it. We love our residents. One or two of them can actually cause us a few challenges. But we still love them. But that's no different from running a church. And all our carers are challenged to show more than doing what they need to do as far as giving care, but to genuinely love. Thirdly, we work as a team across the whole home. doesn't matter what your role is in the home. You are important when you work at Parkside. We have amazing staff. I can say that as the person who has to lead them. But we have amazing staff. And we have Christians in all levels. And those who love, to sh love Jesus and work there. We have staff who choose to come to work to us, with us over other care homes because of our values, our Christian values. And team is vital to that. We have integrity. We do everything with integrity. To strive to show honesty in every way. When we make mistakes, hey, human beings make mistakes, don't they? We own up to them. Put our hands up. Apologise and learn from them. But our target and our fifth value is that of excellence. We seek in our work to be the best 
we can in every way. We don't try to cut corners or do the bare minimum, but to be the best we can. Our sixth value is Parkside's not a workplace, it's a home. A home where residents live and we who are in the team support them in their living, in their home. We want it to be a place of calm, of joy, of happiness. And it says on the outside of the building, as we have seen, that the news went round, Jesus was at home. And we want Jesus to be central to that home. And seventhly, and finally, everything we do is surrounded by prayer. Prayer is vital. And we're grateful to members of the church who day by day pray for Parkside. Please keep doing that. We've travelled through the COVID era without a single death. And we praise God for that. Or single death through COVID, I should say. We praise God for that. And when you watch on the news that the care industry is in crisis, we believe that because of prayer, we have mainly our own staff. We have brilliant staff. We have not had the stories that other care homes have. But please keep praying. We're not out of the woods yet. COVID is still there. We still have to be COVID secure. We still have irritation where people want to come and visit and we have to say, have you tested? Can you prove you've tested? Because that's what we are required to do, both for the home, but also because that's what government says we must do. But we were grateful to God. And the why we can actually be positive is because it is centred on We've had many greetings sent to us for this celebration um, and we had the mayor with us yesterday and we had the police. Thank you, Sue, again for being with us. It's so significant that we're part of our community. We had a number of councillors come and join us yesterday from the local authority and our MP could not be with us, but he did send a greeting and he was delighted to receive his invitation, but he couldn't be there because he was leading a delegation to San Marino. Marino. We thought that that was really a poor excuse. <laughs> but he says thank you to all the park at Parkside. And he has been delighted as Parkside has paid, played such a wonderful role in the community for so long we've had another greeting but we will have that one later in the service and so Parkside past done by Vicky Parkside present done by me and over the time yesterday today and forever God's never changed he's the everlasting God
Good morning, church. Can you hear me? Okay. I want to lead you into a secret. If he ain't asked you to do something, ask him what is it before you say yes. <laughs> I learned the hard way. Vicky talked about Parkside the past. He ain't Parkside the future. Those ones, yeah, I can write a thesis on them. Then he said, for you, it's Parkside of the future. So, you got to bear with me. I have these wild ideas. Okay? You know, we've heard about Parkside. What a wonderful adventure, I would call it, for the church. Started by Reverend Norman Wright. I wonder what people said when he floated the idea of a care home. People like myself would have probably said, are you sure? As you know, I'm an accountant. I would have added all the beans together. No, no, we haven't got the money. But he went on in faith. Look at what we've heard so far. What a vision. With no money. But money doesn't follow vision. Our vision doesn't follow money. Vision doesn't follow money. Money followed vision. And if you do not have a vision, no matter how rich you are, you keep going backward. What do you think about what we've heard so far? Parkside is an outreach that we are all proud of. And thank you to the John S., John Standard, to Karma, to Rebecca, to the previous trustees for what they've done. The journey of 50 years has its own ups and downs. It's good and challenging time. Parkside, stable when you compare it to other care homes. I can, say, I can say to you, because part of my day job is to manage a care home in the Wero, and I use Parkside as my barometer when I'm making decisions. A well-run home. And this is kudos to those who are working hard. And we should be proud of it. Indeed, we are blessed. Now, let's cut to the chase. That was 50 years ago. What is the next five years? Not next 50 years. What is next five years old for us? What does the next five years, 10 years old for Parkside? Yes, he's saying that if you do not move forward, if you stand still, you're actually going backward because change will take over from you. What do we expect from Parkside? I'm not sure how many of you know the story of Kodak, the one-time giant of film industry. You know, everybody has got uh, a camera that has film in it. You know, you buy the film, you put it, and then you go and uh, develop it. One of their interns said, presented to the board of directors, and said, the days of film are over. We need to have digital. What did they do? discarded the idea, and within five years, Kodak was no more. You can research this. Because they refused to move forward. And I will give you some other examples. So for us, I don't want us to be a Kodak. I want looking at bold vision going forward. What is this bold vision? What does the likes of me expect from Parkside, from a care home? This might come as a shock and a surprise to 
my fellow Nigerians or fellow Africans. You know, the issue of care home is an alien concept to us. But we've made the United Kingdom, the Western world, our home. It is our home. We still say home, back home, back home. But where you live, where you make your money is your home. Where you go for two weeks, a month, that's where you visit. You all know my sons, BJ, JJ, and KJ. Will they want to have a grumpy old man living with them, telling them how to live their life? Probably not. And will I want to burden them with that? Definitely not. So what do I want to see in care home? For the likes of me, what is the style of care home? Will I be able to do what I want to do? You know, within the confine, one of the things that I, that was said earlier on, that, you know, on the care home park side, when it started, it allows people to decorate their own room to their own taste. That must have been an alien concept. We don't do that in the Wiro. Every room is the same thing. Every room, because it's easier to do that. You can bulk purchase things. It's a unique selling point. What would be the unique selling point going to the future? Maybe the ability to, to decorate my home. Maybe the ability to make sure that Parkside is energy efficient. For example, solar panel re recycling of rainwater. One thing I know is that if we do not move forward, we will be going backward. And that is not where we want to be. You, the likes of me and you, we cannot stop change. There will be care homes that are moving in that direction. I would like to see a care home that looks like an hotel. Where, you know, people that come to me, they might not want to be in my room. I might not want them to be in my room. You know, have, you know, a large reception area where you can entertain your guests. And, you know. Will I be happy with one room? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe two rooms. Maybe that is what the world is going to be like. One thing is this. I would say to we at RBC of today that the baton of the future of Parkside has been handed over to us. We need to change. We can either have it change with a small C. That is gradual changing. And you do not be effect. Or we might be forced to have a change with the capital C. Look at the likes of, to those of you who are matured in age than me, you remember ICI. Where are they now? You remember Panam Airline, TWA, British Caledonia. They refused to change. And what happened? Change, change them, and they are no more. So, the, to the trustees of Parkside, which I am one of them, we need to start thinking, that building there, it has, has it served its purpose? I'm asking a question, not a statement. Has it served its purpose? Is it time to move it on to somewhere else? Is it time to rethink what it looks like? Is it time to start looking how we made the need? All the ever-changing demographics. We cannot stand still. So, Ian, thank you very much for giving me a hard work to do. I hope I have not caused any controversy.
but have so a seed of challenge in us to re-examine what we think about the future of Parkside. And may the Lord grant us the strength to grasp the bigger picture and the bigger vision. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel. And um, I don't know how I can follow that, but actually it's a really big, cha big challenge that he's left for us. What will the future of Parkside be like going forward? One of the things that uh, we've sought to do during the course of the year is to involve as many of the residents as possible in this Golden Jubilee year. And uh, we've tried to do that in a whole variety of ways. We've looked, by the end of the year, we'll have done about 50 different activities relating to the Jubilee. And one of them was to come up with three words to describe life at Parkside. And you're going to watch now a video that encapsulates not just the current uh, re uh, residents and what their three words are, but also some of the three words that we have ascertained from the residents in the past. So I hope you enjoy this video.
hope you enjoyed just having a little look at some of the things that have been going on and some of the ways that the residents feel about that home. And what better way than to thank God than to stand if we're able and sing our next song that's going to be on um, the screen above, uh, us, above me here as we say thank you to God. I'm challenging them this morning. Sam, would it help if I do the reading first? Yep. Sue, can you come up and do our reading, which links in beautifully with the song? And as one of the trustees, Sue's coming to share this reading, and it's from Psalm 100. Good morning, everyone. Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Thanks be to God. Able to sing? Yep, lovely.
Please take your seats. In the very early years of Parkside, um, in one of the church meetings, Norman Wright, the minister at the time, used the letters of Parkside to create a talk. And it was published in the annual report um, the following, uh, a few months later. So I've decided I'm going to follow his example, although my interpretation of Parkside is different to what he proclaimed all those years ago. And so I'm starting with the letter P. And as we've already heard from Ian, P stands for the prayers of this church. We want to say thank you to each and every one of you. We've already talked about how the prayers have kept the home safe um, over their many years. Thank you for being a friend of Parkside and committing to prayer over the years. It's great to know that staff continue to pray privately, with residents, with one another. Prayer occurs in meetings. Prayers are offered at times of difficulties. Prayer and worship is central and continues to remain central to all of our activities and of the first importance. And if there's a, a staff member who isn't feel, doesn't feel comfortable currently to pray, they just go and find someone who is. And it's just great to know that all staff recognize the importance of prayer at Parkside. So our next letter clearly is the letter A. A. And I've chosen A for appearance because do you know what saddens me so much as one of the ministers who has a focus on the older generation is how so often society and even we ourselves look at someone who is older and we judge them on their appearance. We judge them on their current abilities or mobility or lack thereof. And we forget that they have lived a life that is far richer than where they are at that moment in time. As I look around this room, upstairs and downstairs, I see people who are teachers and nurses, carers and lawyers. I see clerical workers and secretaries, manual laborers, people who are involved with um, computers. And as I've looked back over the history of Parkside, I have seen exactly the same. Maybe not the computer operators in the way that they are now, but again, people who have been teachers and nurses, care workers and lawyers, clerical workers and secretaries, the manual workers. We've seen people who've served this country We've seen people who've been involved with the work at Bletchley Park during the war or who've worked with the disadvantaged or rubbed, salt sho rubbed shoulders with the famous and the infamous over the years. We need, as we look at the letter A, to be not looking at the outward appearance but following God's experience and God's example of looking at the heart. Our next letter is R. And what else could the R stand for other than our residents? Each resident has come into the home bringing something different. Each resident has come from their own situation and their own setting. And they've come in for a whole variety of reasons. As we saw in that last video, they've come in because they wanted to be with others. They wanted a place of companionship and not loneliness, exactly as it was 50 years ago. For some, they've come in because Parkside represents a place of safety because they have felt unsafe in their homes. 
Coming into Parkside has removed the worry of having to maintain a home because they can come in and know that they will be cared for. And as we've said again and again this morning, the news went round that Jesus was at home and that remains true today. The words from 1 Peter 5, cast our cares on him, on Jesus, and he will care for us. And that's what we seek to do day in, day out. And will seek to do in the future, even if that future may look different to how it has done over the last 50 years. And then we get to the letter K. Well, that was a bit tricky, thinking about what to use for the word or the letter K, but I'm actually going to use the word knowledge, that silent K in the word. Actually... We've needed people over the years who've had knowledge and understanding of the requirements of the time at which they have been working there. We've already said that the original purpose was for elderly gentlefolk to live independently. But over the years, the ever-changing legislation, the building regulations, the care requirements, the health and safety, things that have to be thought about, the changes in medication, all of these things have required knowledge and an understanding of what is required and that has been no more true than during the pandemic and continues to be true one of the reasons we're outside the front of the home and we've not been able to invite people into the home this year to celebrate our jubilee is because of the restrictions that remain in place and knowledge is continues to be a key requirement for all those involved in the life of parkside And so we come to the letter S. And I'm using the letter S to talk about the story. Not just the story of Parkside itself, but the story of the generosity and care that so many of you have given to over the years. People such as little Janet Barnes, Gordon and Anne's daughter, who as a young child faithfully set aside money each week from her pocket money to give to the work of Parkside. The people who gave legacies and donations and who volunteered and gave. The way that people have given sacrificially because they caught up. They were caught up in the vision and the story of what Parkside has been about. Yesterday we learned that um, the Queen Mother sent um, a greeting on the first opening all those years ago. But actually she was asked for some money to support the work of Parkside at the beginning. We didn't get any money but we did get a greeting on the day. But, you know, Parkside and RBC, Romford Baptist Church, it's an integral part of our story together. And uh, it's great to know that in those very early years and in the, and the years that followed, actually no one was refused admittance into Parkside if they couldn't afford to be there. Because people such as yourselves and people in our history caught the glimpse and the story and the vision of Parkside and gave to enable others to receive that care. Thank you again for all those involved in that. The letter I. The letter I that reminds us of each and every individual over the life of Parkside who has given, who's worked, who's lived there, who's volunteered, who's taken services there. Do you know, we rejoice and give thanks for each and every individual. In many cases... Those people have known God for themselves. 
But if they haven't, we have trusted that God's love has been shared with them and continues to be shared with them through the lives of those who do know him. Sometimes that's through personal testimony. Sometimes it's because they've been at the weekly service. Sometimes it's because of the witness of a staff member or a volunteer. For me personally, over the last few years that we've been here, it's been such a privilege just to come alongside individuals, perhaps in those final hours where I've been able to sit by that bedside and just bring scripture or sing quietly a word, um, one of the well-known hymns that we've been able just to, that they will have known and, and able to respond to. But actually, even if they don't know Christ for themselves, to sit by their bedside and just to pray and uphold that person, each, ev- each and every person in whatever capacity at Parkside they've been involved, they're an individual and God has known each and every one. This is the one I've had most trouble with. It wouldn't stand in a straight line. So I'm hoping it's going to behave today. The letter D. And again, I've referred to that actually in a sense as I've talked about and we've referred to the dedication of the volunteers and the trustees over the years. We've given thanks this morning to Rebecca and to Carmen and to John. But as I've looked back over the history, and I want to say thank you to everyone who's let me uh, tap their knowledge or given me information over the years. We've seen the dedication of long-serving members of staff. Some of you I can see are here today, long-serving members of the trustee board. People who've cared and cooked and cleaned and contributed in so many ways with the way that the building has changed over the years and that rolling program of maintenance. But as Ian referred to and as Samuel has indicated, that's continues to have and be a need. At the moment, sadly, we can't invite people to come into the home in the way that we would hope. But if you really feel, after listening this morning, actually this is something you'd like to be involved in in the future, Diana or Steve or any of us who've been on stage this morning would love to have a conversation with you, even if we can't involve you right now, maybe in time to come. And of course, that means um, going forward in the life of RBC too. One particular need remains the need to bring the residents down in the minibus on a Sunday. And if that is something you can do, please do talk to us, or for our midweek meetings. There are so many ways people can get involved through dedication and volunteering. And then my last letter to make up the word, Parkside, is of course the letter E. Because everyone who's involved whether through prayer, through giving, through being up there, through offering to get involved, whether they are of faith or not, God knows each and every one. And we want that Christian message to be shared with each one. We want Parkside to remain a place where Jesus remains central to all we do. That's why the aspirations and the values that Ian shared with us have been shared with us this morning to remind us of the importance that for each and every one, God wants to be involved in all of our lives. Whether we're at Parkside, we're here, or in whatever capacity we are involved today, God wants to know us and to have us as part, in, have him as part of our lives going forward. So Parkside, different words, different meanings, but God remaining central. 
one of the things that over the years we've had I've been greetings or involvement, um, each of the significant services of um, the president of the Baptist Union. And um, this year I contacted Jeff Colmer and he has sent us this video clip of a greeting to us that just links in so beautifully with what we've been hearing this morning. And hopefully we'll be able to watch it now. On this special occasion, the 50th anniversary of Parkside Care Home, it's my pleasure on behalf of the Baptist Union of Great Britain, of which I am the president for this year, to bring congratulations on reaching this significant milestone and warm greetings. Romford is a place that I know well because as a child I would travel with my parents from Barking to shop in Romford. Romeo Corner is one of those landmarks which is etched on my memory. I reckon I would have been 14 when Parkside Home was opened. On this golden jubilee, I rejoice with you that in the words of the Parkside hymn, Great is your faithfulness, that all you have needed, his hand hath provided. And my prayer for the future, the next 50 years, is that the news went around that Jesus was at home will continue to be associated with Parkside and his presence known. In the words of a simple but profound prayer, for all that has been, thanks. For all that is to come, yes. In prayer right now, Father God, we thank you again for all the way that you have touched the life and the work of Parkside and Romford Baptist Church as we have shared a story together. Lord, we give you thanks this day, but Lord, we also recognize that actually there are people particularly who need prayers this day. And so, Lord, we cry out to you for each and every one. Father God, we particularly ask that you will be close um, by uh, Lara Tundi and the whole family uh, following the uh, sudden death of her mum uh, a couple of nights ago. Father God, surround that family, we pray, this day. And Father, pray too for Lee Evans fighting for his life in the hospital. Someone was asked us to pray for Lee today and uh, he's fighting against COVID. Lord, be with him in that situation and with the doctors and nurses who are seeking to care for him. And Lord, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for uh, Ian and for Hilary and for the fact that they can celebrate with family and friends and their bridesmaid this day. Lord, bless them, we pray, and uh, all their celebrations. And Lord, we do pray for Parkside. We pray a blessing upon it. And we pray that, Lord, in all the future and what that future may look like, Lord, we will continue to hear your voice. Bless us, we pray. Amen. Amen. You've heard it mentioned several times, Great is Thy Faithfulness is known as that Parkside hymn. And uh, we're going to end our time together singing that hymn. It's the song that's been sung at so many of the significant occasions. And so, again, I invite you, if you're able, to stand and sing, Great is Thy Faithfulness.
Thank you again for coming and sharing in this special service today. There are some goodie bags. If you weren't at Parkside yesterday, some goodie bags for you to take home. If we run out of bags, there are contents of the goodie bags that you can collect separately, but most importantly of all, once you've had your drink and there will be coffee and tea in the uh, entrance area, as you leave and outside um, for taking home with you is lots of cake. So um, we've wrapped it individually for you to take home and enjoy at home. There's a whole variety of cakes, so please, 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 I don't want to be eating cake for the rest of the week. Help yourselves to cake as you leave. Enjoy your tea and coffee as you share together. And we're going to close our time with a word of grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming.